Welcome to Live the Grass. My name is Brian Naylor, and on the other line is Mike Rifo. This week, we're going to be talking about the Week 9 NFL slate. What is up, dude? What's up, man? How are you? Hanging in there and trying to survive three kids. Yeah. No, uh, I don't have anything to kind of... I mean, I've been uh, just down in the dumps with uh, last week's record. 0-3 is uh, pretty poops. So... uh, uh, no, no, no early stories. I don't think I'm, uh, I'm deserving of it. Oh, all right. Just need to start <laughs> picking better. <laughs> the I audience, to, is, the audience isn't to treated to free theater this week. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny you say that. Uh, we go. I wanted to talk to you off air about a, an old, old movie that I just, I've always hated. And I hate when people say it's a good movie. Um, but it came on uh, and I was just like, oh, I haven't seen the very beginning of this movie uh, and watched it for two, like maybe five minutes and immediately hated it even more because just the premise. I'm not even going to tell you the movie just to piss you off. But uh, yeah, I don't like an old movie that some people say it's good. It drives me insane that people. What's the movie? Good. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. What? OK, so it's one of 400 movies. <laughs> Why would yeah, you yeah. keep this a secret? Snake Eyes? What no, are talking about? No, Snake Eyes is a good movie. You don't, don't, don't <laughs> hate on Snake Eyes. What's uh, the Rotten no. Tomato? What do you think the over-under for the Rotten Tomatoes for Snake, Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes is bad. No, Snake Eyes is bad. Um, I'm no, guessing it's 31. It, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know how they do the ranking. Anyways, no, the movie uh, is Con Air. Um, <laughs> okay. So many, so many things. I, I absolutely hate his accent. I hate uh, the little uh cute name he gives his wife which is hummingbird he says the hummingbird uh nickname like throughout the entire movie drives me i don't know why maybe i have an internal hatred for hummingbirds or something like that i don't know um but anyways i'm pretty sure you haven't seen the movie recently no but at the very beginning of the movie he comes back from war and is a big war hero and all this stuff he he goes into a bar with where his wife bartends then the this one drunk guy in the middle says, "Oh, I'd do anything to hit that." And then that guy comes up to the, and Nicholas Cage is dressed up in in all uniforms, so everyone knows he's in the military. This guy just starts, you know, talking shit to him. I feel like right away, how many people in this bar is just going to be like, "Oh, let this slide." They're they're just you know, you know, doing whatever. Then after that, it starts raining. They go outside. Him and his buddy, his his drunk buddy. Uh, catch up with uh, Nicholas Cage. They get into a fight. Somehow Nicholas Cage stabs a guy and the, and the judicial <laughs> system says says uh because of your military background, you're uh a threat to uh society. We're going to give you 10 years. I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> you I mean, it was just it was just completely nonsense and I immediately had to turn it off because I was just like, "That's how he got in jail." So, uh yeah. So wait, hold on. Terrible movie. First of all, Conair fits into my uh, long running thesis that a uh, or theory that all the worst movies that have ever been made were made between 1995 and 2005. Yeah, I mean, I felt like there was an influx of money into the studios and but there was nothing good that they were putting out. And then you just get a bunch of 
con airs. You get yeah. a bunch of terrible <laughs> flicks that have big budgets and awful CGI that cost a billion dollars, and they're just throwing out whatever in that time I mean, frame. It's the an only awful two- decade for movies. Like, like, just Nicolas Cage, he's whatever. Uh, John Cusack's in the movie. I've never thought he was a good actor. I hate uh, John, I do like John Malkovich. Um, and then Dave Chappelle is randomly in it. Uh, other than that, uh, it's it, the and another part that drives me insane. I, I know we're getting way off topic on this. But another thing that drives me insane is when he's going toward. This is when they're when he's taking back over the plane and blah, 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 blah. He gets shot point blank, not in the chest, mind you. This guy has the worst aim in the world, but he gets shot in the arm. And he, he just keeps walking like nothing happened. I, I just, uh, just so many things. But go back and watch the beginning of the movie. Uh, and I was just shocked that that's how they started the movie. Oh, it was just so annoying how it started off. But. <laughs> so wait, real quick. What was your problem with Nicolas Cage stabbing someone and then going to jail for stabbing someone? <laughs> No, no, no. Well, no, because he doesn't like. He's just hanging out. My my point is, is that they somehow say that is this like a stand your ground Florida law situation? I don't. I have no. They were in Mobile, Alabama, so we need to get our Chicago guy to maybe tell us the rules of engagement up in Alabama. But <laughs> all, saying, all of that is wrong. We have to get our <laughs> Chicago guy tell us how it goes down up <laughs> in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just watch watch the beginning of the movie of con air if you have five minutes to you know ruin of your life uh, or you know have your kids watch it no don't have your kids watch it but yeah just <laughs> just, just watch it. It, it it'll 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 put it you'll just it'll put a damper on your day i'm really Speaking of damper on my day am i gonna spend the <laughs> am i gonna cut out the first six minutes of this podcast i don't know we'll impromptu see. con air review <laughs> yeah well whatever anyways all right, let's get into the slate. Um, so uh, I'll start first. I'm actually going to start off with a teaser. This is the first time I've done a teaser for any of my picks. So I like the Rams. At, they're at minus seven and a half. So if you do a two-team teaser, you add six points to both scores. Mm-hmm. So it's Rams minus one and a half. And then I would take the Chiefs, who are also minus seven and a half right now, down to one and a half as well. Um so for the Rams game, Derrick Henry's out. Tennessee's entire identity is built around Henry. They, I mean, they're so desperate for a backup running back. They signed Adrian Peterson this week. And then you have the Rams who have the number one DVOA offense. So I, I think they're just going to run up and down. I think they're going to destroy the Titans. I think the Titans are going to be in for a rude awakening this week. You also have Von Miller. The Rams traded for Von Miller right before the trade deadline. So you have Aaron Donald and Von Miller. If he plays, I'm not sure if he's eligible this week, but it's still just a stack team. I think this is a, this is a weird situation with the Titans. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for them to figure out the post Henry life. So I, I like the Rams there. And then uh, for the chiefs, you have the whole Rogers situation, not vaxxed, vaxxed Rogers. Uh, so he's going to be out. He's out until I believe November 13th. So I think he becomes eligible right before next week's game, but I'm not sure whether or not he's going to play chiefs are in a de- desperate spot. They're four and four. It's a home game. I think it's a must win for them. Um, and this is Jordan loves first start. So I I'm going with the chiefs in this situation. So I'm going to do a two team teaser. It's six points to both. I'm going Rams Chiefs. Yeah, it's good. It's a good teaser play. It, I don't know how much the Henry 
loss is going to affect that team. I agree with you. It centers all around them, and defenses now don't have to sell out to stop the run. Uh, Tannehill and uh, the the Titans have lived on big plays through um, play action, and I think that they, they don't have that element anymore, obviously. I do like some of their wide receivers with Brown and um, Julio. I, I know Julio has been up and down a little bit through uh, injuries this season, so we'll see how he does. Um, and then you're right with with KC. Uh, I, I just I think Jordan Love's not good enough at all, and so I do like that uh, as a teaser play. I I, I do agree with that. Um, so my first uh, pick's going to be the New England Carolina game. I'm taking Carolina three and a half. Uh, I get that New England has been better on offensive side, uh, but going up, they're going up against a much uh, better defense in Carolina this week. New England's last two opponents defensively rank in the bottom half in total points allowed, percentage of drives ending in a score, and Carolina ranks in the top two, uh, top seven in both those categories. Uh, it does look like McCaffrey's going to be back, which is obviously a huge get back. Uh, New England is in the top half of giving up yards on the ground. And so I, I saw the game last week. I didn't understand why the Chargers didn't run the ball more. You look at them, they had 20 rushes to the 35 pass attempts during, in that game. They were 8.2 yards on the ground per carry. And I get that, the, that you have the huge run by Jackson, but even when take that out, they were still over four and a half yards per carry. So, New England coming back from a West Coast game. I just uh, I think they're going to be uh, hit pretty hard by a good Panthers team, and so I got Carolina plus three and a half. Nice. Uh, I'm jumping into Cards Niners. So this line has been kind of all over the place, uh, but I like the 49ers right now. It's settled at minus one and a half. I got it at plus one yesterday, or might have been early this morning. Um, a lot of this is just sort of injury situation. Hopkins is out with a hammy injury. He, he still might play, but he's being hampered by it. Uh, AJ Green is on the COVID list. And he's not expected he's down, to play. Yeah. Uh, Murray is currently in a boot with an ankle sprain. And Kingsbury said today at the press conference that he has no problem with, with Murray not practicing all week and then just throwing him into the game. Um, it's a divisional matchup. And Kittle is projected to be back this week. So... I, I like the Niners minus the one and a half. And like I said, I got it a little early at plus one. Yep. I like that. <laughs> Dude, One, of, uh, I know this is really off topic, but one of our. We uh, talked well, about actually, Con Air for six minutes and we can nah. do whatever we want here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I won't. It, it's fantasy, so I'm not going to get into it. We can talk about it off here. Uh, anyways, um, second pick. I'm taking Buffalo minus the 14 and a half at Jacksonville. I mean, I'm not going to deep dive into this. Buffalo is number one in points uh, per game. Jacksonville is 27th. Buffalo is number one in points allowed per game. Jacksonville is 25th. Uh, last week, Buffalo didn't play great offensively last week against the Dolphins. I think they picked that up uh, this week against Jacksonville. Last week with, with, uh, with the Dolphins game, I feel like the Dolphins came out to play a little bit with a little bit more of a uh, more of a pep in their step, if you will. It was just a revenge game, I think, because they got blown out before. Uh, I think it was either week two or three against Buffalo. Uh, so, and then Buffalo's defense defense prides itself against playing well against bad teams. In the four games Buffalo has played uh, teams with losing records, they've allowed an average of eight points per game in those games. So uh, 
I know it's a big number, but I think Buffalo destroys Jacksonville. So nice. I like that too. I, I liked it more. It opened either 13 and a half or 14. I saw it at 14 on early line. Yeah. The 14, it, that halfway does make you, uh, but I, 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 what they beat, they beat uh, Miami by 15 last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't play that well uh, offensively, but defensively, I mean, I think Miami didn't have a drive more than five plays until the, till the fourth quarter. So I, I think it's going to be the same, same situation. Just, I think Jacksonville's a little bit worse than Miami. So, so my third pick is going to be, I'm taking the Ravens minus six in Baltimore against the Minnesota Vikings. So the Vikings, uh, they lost last week to a Dakless Cowboys team. Cooper Rush started and and scored enough out there to win. Um, so seemingly Dallas only has gingers as backup quarterbacks. I don't know what's going on there. It's like Ed Shireen's going to be st- back up for Dak next year. Um, the Ravens are coming off of a bye, and they got the shit beaten out of them before the bye. They lost to Cincy by 24. Kirk Cousins is 1-10 at the spread lifetime against teams coming off of byes, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, John Harbaugh is nine and four, one of the best coaches coming off of a, a buy at the spread. And I just think the Ravens are going to be able to control the ball on the ground. You got Minnesota is the 20th ranked DVOA against the rush and the Ravens are the seventh best rushing team in the NFL. Um, and that's even including last week where they, you know, last game they played where they had to throw a bunch of try to catch up against Cincy. So they're actually a little better than that. I like Ravens minus six in Baltimore. Yeah, I'd probably take that side too. Uh, last one, uh, a little bit different. I thought <laughs> I thought about taking KC, but then I looked back at my record uh, of picking KC, and I decided not to. They're, they're going to be my new Dallas. So this year is just not pick them. Ah, let's be honest. I'll probably pick Kansas City next week. Anyways. I uh, thought about doing Kansas City to win the Super Bowl at this point. They're 14-1 on uh, DraftKings. I know they've looked abysmal, uh, but they have had the seventh hardest schedule. But I, I just felt like that was too big of odds right now. But I did find Raiders to not make the playoffs at uh, DraftKings at plus 125. The The team was, what, 5-2 and two right now? But they they have had a pretty pretty easy schedule, and their next three games after this week against the Giants, which I do kind of like the money line for the Giants in that game. They go to uh, they play KC, Cincinnati, and Dallas as their next three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have only played Denver twice. They have not played KC at all, and I believe that they lost to the Chargers once. So even if KC doesn't you know, doesn't really turn the tables, which I do think they will. The Raiders have to beat out uh, the Chargers, at least in their game, to uh, at least have the series tied between those two. If not, then, you know, uh, L.A. Chargers will have the tiebreaker on that one. So Raiders not to make the playoffs, plus 125. I think I was actually probably, well, at least right now, projecting out. I had Dak as comeback player of the year for our preseasons. Um, but I did have Raiders under seven wins. That looks whole Yeah, it looks deep. tough. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go back and look at those. I, I have not I have not actually uh looked at those. We need to go back and look I at I looked those at a, I looked at mine this morning. A lot of them look really good. Yeah, I had uh Dolphins under nine and a half. I had uh I had the Green Bay in like a nine to eleven win band, same with Tennessee. Uh I don't know about Tennessee, but they're like six and two, I think. Um so 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a pretty good oh, spot. Oh, what was the what was the Tennessee one? Nine to eleven, I think is the Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah should, I mean I think you get the nine. I think I think Henry is a big loss. It's not detrimental where they cannot sustain these wins. Uh, I, I do think they have a, they obviously have a lot to play for. And I, I get the Peterson thing, but this new kid, I'm trying, blanking on the guy's name, uh, seems to be a legit running back. He's small, though. Uh, but I do think Tennessee is not in a, you know, really a horrible situation right now. All right. You got anything else this week? No, I think that's it. All right. Uh, we're going to do one one sentence life advice. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait. What, so this is this one sentence life advice is for uh, parents, new parents, old parents, whatever. Don't buy infants Tylenol. It's a scam. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about this off air. No, it is. Uh, they infant Tylenol. No, it's, one, it's one. Hey, it's one sentence advice. But you don't yeah. understand it, so that's, I'm uh, going to no, give you, you context. No, that's the whole point of the whole. You, how can you suck at your own segment? It's one <laughs> sentence advice. You can't, you, it's not one sentence, and then I explain to Repo what I mean. It's one sentence, and then we talk about it off air. It's the same formula as children's Tylenol, but it's one fourth the, or four times the cost. They got sued for it for six point four million dollars. Okay. But they're still doing it, by the way. Which, which I don't understand the legal system in America. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't get it. it it's the, the whole scam is that they that infant I and children. Con Air tells the story <laughs> like it is. Yeah, it's like infant and childrens are both six dollars. Infant is one ounce. Childrens is four ounces. They're the identical formulas. So they got sued. It was a class action lawsuit for deceptive marketing to say that hey, this is the same thing. Don't put infant on the label because it makes it feel like it's the it's a specialized formula for infants when it's not it's the same fucking thing as children's and and then they were like sorry uh they're like uh the syringe is the reason why it costs more which is complete bullshit <laughs> um but then <laughs> I, I, was the, I, I was at the store and i and i knew all about this lawsuit and i was at the store and they still have it on the shelf and i'm like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> It's like you get sued. You're like, oh, excuse me. And then you just go right back excuse out. And do <laughs> you go right out and do the same thing again. Uh, so I don't, I don't really understand it. But uh, yeah, don't buy infant Tylenol. It's an ongoing scam. <laughs> all right. Good, good tip. Good yeah. tip. All right. That's all we have for this week. So catch us anywhere you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon Music, Web Browser, other... <laughs> I'm reading the overcast. Uh, And we'll catch you guys next week. Later. Later.